With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. You found your home for real sports talk for real sports fans. 1700 KBGG. And welcome uh, to the Ken Miller Show here on 1700 KBGG. Trent Conner and myself are here for the uh, for the next two hours as we talk local sports with you. Coming up on the program today, uh, we will talk to Mitch Sherman from ESPN.com. He covers the Big 12 and the Big 10. Lots of news Big 12-wise, coaching-wise. One in our backyard, one potentially uh, that uh, could uh, reverberate through the Big 12, and that's uh, uh, Mike Gundy, who is... In discussions, apparently, with Tennessee, uh, he, by the uh, stipulation in his contract, has to notify Oklahoma State if, indeed, he is uh, listening to other offers. He has done that. They've met via phone, and apparently the next step in that will come today uh, when Mike Gundy meets with, uh, I guess, John Curry, the athletic director there, and whoever he brings with them. Uh, potentially Mike Gundy leaving uh, an institution that he's been at forever. Let's school there. Um, Coach there, obviously, so so we'll see. But look, that that, that pales uh, to the big news that uh, came down last night. Uh, and that's the fact, uh, Trent, that uh, Matt Campbell is, I, mean, I don't want to say for the long haul, but man, you know what? you got to trust your gut when it comes to these things, right, as far as opinions. Mm-hmm. You know, the one thing you've learned um, over the 22 years, every, everybody is different, and, and coaches will come out and say one thing and, not mean anything that they've just said, <laughs> but some of them are different. And and this just, to me, seems that this cat's different, that, that maybe, just maybe, there is a long-term future for Matt Campbell at Iowa State. And, and I don't know what job other than Ohio State would even, you know, um, cause him to at least... Well, that would clearly would, mm-hmm. but I don't know what else is out there. Look, I truly believe that this guy wants to plant some roots and take this program to places it's never been. Maybe I'm naive. I've been fooled before. This one feels different. It does feel different, and this is a guy that is built from the ground up, D3 player, Mount Union, now D3 power be it, but you know, moved up the coaching ranks, did it very quickly. He took a job that a lot of people questioned because he was a rising star in college mm-hmm. football. He was a name that was being mentioned of some... And took it very quickly last yes, year. Yes, he did. There were other options mm-hmm. out there, but he looked at the Iowa State job and saw and something... And credits Jamie Pollard a lot. Yeah. I mean, and, and we'll get to him in just a moment. Oh, you've got some... I, 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 got, okay. some, I got some Pollard stuff for okay. you, too. But he took a job that was looked poorly upon nationally. It was not a good job. That's mm-hmm. been the, crying, the calling card for years. Hence Kirk Herbstreet's comments when yes. Iowa State started to have some success that riled up Cyclone Nation. But he saw something. He saw an opportunity. And when he came aboard and he first started recruiting, and you saw him going into Ohio and going into places at Iowa State, at least in recent history, hadn't recruited. And he sold kids on an opportunity to play in the Big 12, but do it relatively close to home. Mm-hmm. 
off. That makes sense. Mm-hmm. But nobody tried that before. It's worked out pretty well. And he got the foster kid from Illinois that had big-time offers. And he brought in a lot of guys that had some big offers right away from the Midwest and kind of selling a different vision than what everybody else has tried to sell at Iowa State. And, and this was a problem that I continually had with the previous regimes is you go into Texas, you go down there, who are you getting? You're not beating Oklahoma no, or Texas no, no. ever, never. And for the most part, you're not beating TCU, Texas Tech, Oklahoma State, and everybody else down there. You're not beating even Kansas and Kansas State. So you're going down there and you're getting the tier of recruit that is SMU, maybe you'll beat out them. Those are the kind of kids that you're going to get. But with this vision and this thought process, you can get some mid-tier recruits from the Midwest and sell them in the Big 12 brand and the opportunity to play in the Big 12 and play wide open football and those kind of things for kids that, for the most part, don't have those opportunities. You want to go to Iowa, Wisconsin, Nebraska, play boring football? You want to come to Iowa State and play in the Big 12. And it's worked out well. No, in the two years he's been here, uh, Trent, he has uh, set a bar. And, um, I mean, he's not comfortable where that bar is set. He wants to get jump right over that. And mm-hmm. you look at the results this year. Um, and, I mean, sh- sure, there, there were plays that you'd like to have back. But there were there were games that you come away thinking, you know what, I'm not so sure that Iowa State wasn't the best team on the field. Yes. And it didn't go their way, including this past Saturday. So, um, look, 7-5 and five is, uh, was, was a remarkable season. I love the fact that he didn't want to negotiate uh, any extension until after the season was over. I love the fact that he uh, made it very clear that he wants his assistants to share in the windfall and uh, to a much lesser extent. But still, the his staff is all going to get bumps, some more than others. I would like to think that the coordinators will be at the top of that list. Uh, the uh, $75 million, apparently, that's been earmarked for uh, upgrades to the facilities, uh, nutrition room, uh, and most of this upgrade to the facility seems to be, from what I've read, uh, all earmarked toward the student-athlete, which moves a lot of needles because, let's face it, it's an arms race mm-hmm. uh, because you can go to the next school and be absolutely wowed and blown away by just how comfortable they're going to make it for you, the student-athlete slash, slash college football player, uh, to spend your next four years. So. Uh, they seem to be spending the money wisely there, and it's not a surprise that the extension came when it did, and he seems to be so grateful that it was there. And, and honestly, Trent, I, I truly believe, because I, I didn't think that he was going to leave after this year in the first place. That was never my stance. I, I think this cat's different. I really do. You mentioned Ohio State. That's an obvious one. An Ohio kid, mm-hmm. Ohio State, when it comes open, how long has there been there? Who knows? Right. Three, five, ten. I don't see ten. See that guy. Well, move. he burnt. He clearly burnt out in Florida. But yeah. it's, there's one thing to burn out in the SEC. I mean, I don't know. I mean, I, right. I don't know what 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 Urban Meyer's social life is like. I'm sure he can't go out in Columbus just like he couldn't go out in Gainesville, right? right? right. Without being recognized and bothered, et, et cetera. So, um, yeah, that's a good question. How long does Urban Meyer want to want to continue to coach? Just look at the program. Certainly not going backwards. We know that much. What other programs, though? <clears throat> makes sense. Well, that's the that's the only one to me. Notre Dame? I, yeah, sure. It's Notre Dame. It's right. No, it's Notre Dame. Okay. But Notre Dame is going to certainly set their sights very high. Yeah. And as we see year after year now in, in these coaching carousels, you shoot high and you normally mm-hmm. don't get the guy you and, want. And let's not kid ourselves. This, this, if Notre Dame was open this year, this, this was too early for Matt Campbell. Yeah, yes, yeah. But... Who knows in two or three years? Right. I still think it's Ohio State. Look, I yeah. still think that maybe when that time comes, if that time comes, 
know, who knows where the clones are going to be at that point. Right. But it sure seems like, you know, if, if it were a stock, you're buying as much Iowa State yeah. football stock as you possibly, as I said earlier. You know, and I, I'm kidding because it's obviously, it's, it's facetious, but I sold all my Iowa State basketball stock and bought more and bought <laughs> Iowa State football stock. Yeah. Conversely, I sold my Hawkeye football stock. I might have made a mistake there, sure. by the way, uh, and bought Iowa basketball stock. <laughs> um, Nine point again, dogs tonight. Yeah, I saw that. You know what? I'm gonna think, I think they're going to play it tough. We'll, start, we'll have lots of time yes. to talk about that. But um, I, Iowa State just feels like they're... I, I've said this all along when, when Cyclone fans are talking about it's, it's going to be our turn. Okay, well, if it's going to be your turn, that means somebody's going to have to come down the pecking order. Mm-hmm. If you're going to move up, somebody's going to have to move down, and who's that going to be? And there was never that answer that was satisfactory, at least to me. So, therefore, I thought, you know, it's, 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 it's a great theory. You'd love to see it happen, but realistically, is it possible to happen? Well, now we're seeing Baylor's coming down. Mm-hmm. And now we're seeing, even though Kingsbury's got another year there, they don't seem to be... Um, a, a Texas school that's going to take uh, continue to jump forward. K State is beatable, and Bill Snyder's not arrows going there. going down there. Absolutely, that arrow is going down there. Oklahoma State, if Gundy leaves, if Gundy leaves, who knows what's going to be the case there? Right? Yeah. Texas is it's still Texas, but they're not they're not at a, at a Mac Brown level by a long shot yet. But I again, think they'll get Texas. There. I agree with you. TCU is going to be a player for sure. West Virginia, I don't know. When yeah. they lose Will Greer, is, is I mean, is Hulgerson there for the long haul? Probably not. Probably not. So One bad season, he's probably going to be yeah. jettisoned out. Yeah, so I don't know where... And Oklahoma, the, the top rung there. Yeah, still we does. don't know what Lincoln Riley... They've been Riley. down before. Yes. Trent, they've been down before. John Blake. Yes. Good God. Right. He awful. Terrible. And Schnellenberger before mm-hmm. him. It, it was a long stretch there. Yep. And... Things start to dry up. Maybe A&M does get the right guy. Say they get Jimbo and those guys that are normally going to Oklahoma from Texas. You know what? I'm going to go play in the SEC. Well, I always thought that made huge sense. Yes. I mean, a Texas school that plays in the SEC, mm-hmm. and if you want to play SEC, fo- SEC football, Texas athlete, you can now stay at home in your home state and play. I thought that they would dominate. I yes. really did. And I, I think that that's, they've underachieved there in that regard. So we'll see. But it just feels different, Trent. It does. And there is an opportunity, like you mm-hmm. said, going through the conference a real opportunity here for them to have a special season, to have a 10-2, and 11-1 kind of year, play in a Big 12 title game, and then see where the chips fall from there. Yeah. The opportunity is there in the Big 12 right now. It's perfect timing, mm-hmm. and you have to have timing. has to go along with it. The timing is right right now for Iowa State to make a leap up. We've seen Oklahoma State, after Barry Sanders left, they were putrid. Yes. Through the 90s, they I were know. awful. God-awful. A lot of those years, it was Iowa State's only chance at a conference win right. was against Oklahoma State. They could certainly take a dip. We're seeing Baylor take a dip. Yep. Who knows what Matt Rule is going to do there, what sanctions are going to do. You know, On and on and on. The opportunity is really there for Iowa State. Mm-hmm. And everybody's had a cycle. Kansas mm-hmm. had a cycle. Kansas State's had a big cycle. Mm-hmm. I mean, on and on and on. Iowa State's the one that has it. Time might be right now. Yeah, and maybe they got right guy, the right guy to take him there. All right, what were you going to say about Jamie Pollard? I'm curious. Well, starting with what he put, the buyout language, the $9.5 million. That, from, from the first contract you're talking about? From the first contract. Yep. That was huge. Mm-hmm. It, it changed the negotiation. It was brilliant is what yes, you Yes, the negotiating power for everybody out there. Because if you're looking at a coach like Matt Campbell, mm-hmm. more than likely you're also paying a buyout. There's no question. You're paying, so, and you're paying your old, your old coach. You've got to pay Campbell, and you've yeah. got to pay the buyout. So it's, that's the trifecta right there. And, are you and gonna, that's considering that you don't have any other baggage that you're still yes. paying off. So it's, it made a ton of sense. And for him to do that and to understand the climate 
all right, we're going to go after this young, up-and-coming coach. Mm-hmm. We did this before with Gene Chizik. Now, record-wise, it didn't work out, but he still got the Auburn job because of really what he had built before. Let's do it in a way that makes sense for us. And if he does decide after a couple of years to fly the coop, we're going to get something out of this thing. Yeah. Or we're going to make it difficult for him to leave mm-hmm. for just any job. Now, Auburn wasn't any job. It was a good job, and Cam Newton made it a great job. But <laughs> I'll say. <laughs> but, but it stops the the middle-tier power programs from coming after. And Tennessee, I'd probably put a rung above, but you know, you're not going to have Mississippi State. Or, you know what? A few years ago, Mississippi State would have come calling, and that buyout isn't there. Matt Campbell could leave for that one, but not for $9.5 million that you got to pay Iowa State plus everything else. Jamie Pollard, dollars and cents-wise, he's, he's the best thing that's happened to Iowa State. For, yeah. for a lot, that, that's just one of a number of reasons. You know I'm not a biggest fan, right? Sure. But I, even I have to absolutely take off my cap or tip my cap. I'm not going to take it off for him. I'm going to tip it for sure because it's well-deserved. What he's done there, he has united that fan base like nobody ever, nobody ever has. Nobody. Um, He's done a great job. Growing up, to me, in my elementary school age vision, Iowa State to me was on the same par as you and I. Big 8 football wasn't very important. It was Nebraska. It was Oklahoma. That was it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. the production of things when you see the you know the games on TV, which was rare during the eighties, sure. but when they were on, it was eh, it was a little second rate. Well, no second stadium. rate anymore. Yes, the football stadium was right. a joke, and it was as great as basketball was. And Johnny and were in the years that he had, there were still some lean years mm-hmm. in there too. And you you go through and you look at what they were to what they are today, and the way that he's got people to invest in that program. Not just by showing and up. And he's hitting the road again this coming week. Yeah. This season. He's, gonna, he's out there raising $75 million more to continue to build that football program. And they'll open the checkbook. And they are. Yeah. And, and, and look, the fan base The fan base has always been there. They've always been there, Trent. Even in two and ten years, they're going to be there for. Sure, they're disappointed. But you know what? When the snow starts to melt... And, you know, the the letter comes in the mail for the season ticket renewal. They're going to pony up because that's what they do. They're as loyal a fan base as you're ever going to see. Maybe the payoff's coming. It feels Maybe like it is. It does, doesn't it? Yeah. Mitch Sherman, ESPN.com. More on the uh, Matt Campbell uh, extension with him. We'll, we'll preview the uh, Oklahoma TCU. Boy, I'm seeing, speaking of Iowa State, I'm seeing more Notre Dame-Iowa State yeah. bull projection than anything else. And and it's camping world in Orlando. I don't want to say in a landslide, but and, and again, this means nothing, but mm-hmm. these are guys that do this for a living, right? And if you if there's if there's um 10 of them out there that they've, you know, that they've uh, put put together on on a spreadsheet, Seven out of those ten seem to be camping world against Notre Dame or Avot Tech, but certainly seems like Orlando uh, is where everyone thinks that they're headed. Keep an eye out to see where TCU is ranked tonight. Tonight, because I that's they were, the fear. They were twelfth last week mm-hmm. with the loss. Even in a tight game, you figure that you gotta slip down a rung or two, right? Well, I'm not so sure that they are a lock for for one right. of their bowls. And if that falls, it's not a huge school, not a huge fan base. You're looking around, does TCU make a whole lot of sense at ten and three, or do you go to whoever else mm-hmm. might be to get into those access bowls? 
that makes make sense, and that drops everybody down another rung. Yeah, that's that's exactly right. I mean, I think that most of the stuff that I've read that comes with that caveat mm-hmm. to watch TCU's game this week, if they got blown out by Oklahoma, yeah. there's a pretty good chance that, just to your point, that everybody's going to get knocked down a peg. And where will they be ranked tonight? Now, if they're ninth, 10th, eh, slide them down a couple of spots mm-hmm. and be all right. Mm-hmm. But if they're still at 12, be concerned. Yeah. If you're hoping Orlando... Be a little more concerned. We'll take a time out. Mitch Sherman, ESPN, will be here. Uh, Frank Schwab, Yahoo Sports. He covers the NFL. We'll do some NFL. So how, uh, seriously, yeah. how much did, of the game did you watch last night? 20 plays. I was I was going to say 15. Boy, your Jets look good last night. They, aren't they something? <laughs> they are absolutely Got sick of seeing legit. that. Oh, my God. It's the best team. Trent, it's the best team they've ever had. It's not even It's not even close. Spring Road Show in Winnipeg. Well, I know where I'll be. You're welcome to come <laughs> along as long as you can get past the board. You got, right. a, yeah. you got a DUI on your in your background? Ah, uh, way back in the day. You know what? I think you probably clubbed. Yeah, I don't think you can get across the border. It's expunged from the record, though. Oh, then you should be good. Yeah, yeah. So you had one when you were a kid, yeah, eighteen, freshman yeah. year of college. Yeah, a lot of people like. Whoops. That. Yeah. How much did your so freshman year? So you're yeah. underage. I was underage. You got the double whammy. Yeah, I did. <laughs> Uh, we'll take a timeout. Sorry to bring that up. I didn't mean to embarrass you. That's yeah, fine. Um, I was a, I was not a smart kid at eighteen. <laughs> Luckily, some of seldom, a few of us are right. Twenty years later, I, I've improved in that. Uh, we'll Barely. take a timeout. Mitch Sherman, ESPN.com will be here next. It's the Ken Miller Show. Trent and I are here noon to two, Monday through Friday, seventeen hundred KBGG. Hey, it's Bill Ryder. Nice to be talking to the home crowd again in central Iowa, where I was raised, where I got married. The show is right than you, 5 to 9 p.m. weekdays on Des Moines Big Talker 1700 KBGG. Cap is back. Flag Guy here. We're proud to sponsor the foremost expert on all things Chicago, Dave Kaplan, weekly here on the Ken Miller Show. While Cap has the behind the scenes on your favorite Chicago sports team, we have the flags, Bears, Bulls, Blackhawks, Sox, Cubs. We've got them all. Northwestern, too. I guess they kind of count. Check out our Chicago flags and a whole lot more online at heartlandflags.com. And peep the retail store, too. 3719 Southwest 9, Des Moines. Central Iowa Vapors is a family-owned business founded by a mother and a father with two kids all born and raised right here in Iowa. The owners of Central Iowa Vapors said e-cigs worked for them and it was time to share it with everyone. Central Iowa Vapors has helped 79,142 smokers make the switch today. Can you be the 100,000 customer we help? Visit us online at iowaecigs.com for location details. And always remember, it's not smoke, it's vapor. Gentlemen, start your ovens. If you're a chef, a foodie, or a guy who likes to cook, we've got the perfect event for you. Guys Night Out, December 5th from 4 to 7 p.m. at Bolton and Hay. Come enjoy savory snacks and beer tastings while you check out the latest and greatest cooking supplies and accessories. Find the perfect kitchen equipment and utensils. Bolton and Hay, 2701 Delaware, Des Moines, and online at boltonhay.com. That's boltonhay.com. Don't miss Guys Night Out, December 5th from 4 to 7 p.m. We can really make you cook. 1908 Draft House is the Metro's favorite sports bar. Dedicated to fans of Chicago baseball, University of Iowa, Iowa State, college basketball, and football. 1908 Draft House serves yummy food in a great sports atmosphere with tons of TVs. With locations in Johnston, Waukee, and Des Moines. And now opening their fourth Metro location in West Des Moines at 50th and EP True. Perfect for lunch, happy hour, dinner, or just to watch the game. Meet your friends at a 1908 near you today. 
If your basement leaks or floods, or if you have mold, mildew, or a musty smell, call Midwest Basement Systems today to request a free basement waterproofing estimate. As Iowa's premier basement waterproofing and foundation repair contractor, Midwest Basement Systems will send one of their certified basement waterproofing specialists to visit your home and conduct a thorough inspection of your basement's foundation. Easter Seals Iowa provides support for children and adults with disabilities in our community. From the fun of Camp Sunnyside to employment and daily living skills, Easter Seals provides a wide range of support to promote independence. We have so much fun out in sun here at Camp Sunnyside. Learn more at EasterSealsIA.org. Hey, it's Trent Condon here from Jimmy B and TC. If you've been talking and thinking about improving your health, I have an idea for you. Do what I did. Call New Leaf Wellness. My weight had been increasing, my endurance during workouts was waning, and I was just feeling sluggish. New Leaf Wellness put together a program to help me lose weight, improve my energy, and they can do the same for you. Call New Leaf Wellness today at 515-650-1358 to schedule a free, no-obligation consultation. That's 515-650-1358 for New Leaf Wellness. And tell them TC sent you. Since 1993, Wolf Construction has been Des Moines' choice for residential and commercial roofing. From complete re-roofing to small leaks, call Wolf Construction at 225-8866 for your roofing needs. Call 225-8866 to set up your roofing consultation or online at wolfconstruction.net. That's wolfconstruction.net for Wolf Construction. A-plus rating from the Better Business Bureau. wolfconstruction.net. Kate here with Food Dudes Delivery. Are you tired of the same old delivery options? Food Dudes Delivery can solve that problem for you. We deliver for restaurants that don't do delivery. Order through us at fooddudesdelivery.com. Place your order for lunch today, dinner tonight, or your office party tomorrow at fooddudesdelivery.com. Greater Des Moines Habitat for Humanity's new ReStore is now open in Urbandale. Donations of home improvement items to ReStore are sold to the public to support Habitat's mission of building homes, communities, and hope. So donate, shop, and volunteer at your nearest ReStore on East Euclid or in Urbandale. Real sports talk for real sports fans. Back to Miller and Condon on 1700 KBGG. All right, welcome back to Ken Miller Show, 1700 KBGG. Trent Condon, myself, with you until 2. In about an hour from now, actually, we'll be speaking with John Miller. HawkeyeNation.com. We will preview Iowa Vautech and the ACC Big Ten Challenge and uh, take a look at uh, potential bowl destinations for Iowa as they come off a uh, 7-5 season with a big win last uh, Friday over Nebraska. Mitch Sherman covers the Big Ten and the Big 12. College football at uh, ESPN.com. He joins us. Mitch, Trent, and Ken, thanks for coming on. How are you, Mitch Sherman? Hey, guys. I'm good. How are you? Doing fine. Uh, I guess we better start with the big news that certainly reverberated throughout the uh, state of Iowa, and it's to some extent uh, around college football yesterday because Matt Campbell was on some radars. Uh, Matt Campbell, a contract extension, six years. They're going to, uh, they found money to up some of the assistant coaches and apparently are going to upgrade, uh, find $75 million to upgrade the student athletes' facilities, which uh, in the arms race, as you know it very 
well that it is uh, certainly goes a long way. Your thoughts on the Campbell extension? Yeah, it's one of these uh, instances where uh didn't know Iowa State had that money laying around, and I assume that uh, there's boosters, obviously, in, involved in this, and, and one of those deals where because because of the success that Matt Campbell has brought in a short period of time to Iowa State and the promise that lies in the future with, with what it looks like he's going to be able to do, you almost can't afford not to make that kind of investment if you're Iowa State. Um, you have to think long-term, and you have to think about what the return on your investment is going to be, and it looks like uh, he's a guy who you can put faith in that he's not going to uh, bolt at the first opportunity. If that was the case, I think he would have uh, – would have found something this year based off of the, of the uh, you know building off of the success that Cyclones had. So smart move uh, for Iowa State. Really, uh, really good to see for for Jamie Pollard that um, they've they've been able to build on on the excitement around Iowa State football. And and it should be fun to watch uh, what Matt Campbell is able to do now with this with this commitment from the administration. How they can uh, the results that they can they can turn it into in recruiting. And, uh, and, and, you know, want to see if Iowa State can be a force in the Big 12 over the next few years. No reason to believe that uh, the Cyclones couldn't. Yeah, with that, Mitch, it does feel different. This isn't you know, some new offensive system that's catching everybody off. They're just playing good fundamental football. Not a lot of turnovers. Not, not a, didn't lose a fumble all season that's long. That's ridiculous. Penalties outside mm-hmm. of a K-State game, which is a different conversation. It's just it feels like a program that's been built well. When you look at the Big Twelve as a whole, it, it does feel like there's a real opportunity here for Iowa State to jump up there and and be a contender and be in the top half year after year for the next couple of seasons at the very least, at least from our outpost. Do you see it the same way? Yeah, there's uncertainty in a lot of the top programs in the league and a lot of the middle programs in the league too. You know, Oklahoma uh, at the very top is. Is when, when, with Baker Mayfield gone, I mean Oklahoma, of course, is still going to be a top a top program. But mm-hmm. I think the effects of Bob Stoops' retirement and the transition with Lincoln Riley really begins, uh, or begins in earnest in year two uh, after Baker Mayfield right. leaves. Now you've got Kyler Murray, who who is a proven quarterback, and you saw two plays from Kyler Murray and a touchdown Saturday uh, against West Virginia. So he's going to be a dangerous guy for sure at that spot, but. You know he's not the same kind of uh, of talent with with the uh, in in the passing game. Nobody is that that Baker Mayfield gives you. So um, you know there's there's some uncertainty there, and it really it trickles all the way down. Um, you know what happens at Oklahoma State with Mason Rudolph and James Washington moving on. Mm-hmm. Um, Texas is still building under Tom Herman. There's uncertainty at Texas Tech about whether Cliff Kingsbury is going to get that thing turned around. You know TCU has stability. Baylor has questions. Kansas State has questions if Bill Snyder is, is in fact, uh, headed off into the sunset this year. Kansas is a mess. So there's, uh, you know, I would say absolutely there's an opportunity for Iowa State to uh, to capitalize this, not on just staying relevant in the Big 12 and, and being a factor, uh, you know, as a bowl team in that league, but but perhaps being a team that could challenge for a championship in a you know, in the right circumstances and, and be a mainstay in the top part of the, of the conference. And you brought up the Cowboys and, and the, the chatter today. Mike Gundy in Tennessee are, are at the very least meeting, apparently, uh, in Dallas. You mentioned Rudolph and Washington moving on. Gundy's been there at the Oklahoma State seemingly his entire career, his entire adulthood. Uh, does it make sense to you, a move at this time? I mean, you're, you're going to have to find a new quarterback, and you're going to have to find the, you know, air quote, arguably conference's best receiver uh, to replace. Um, is is this a time, uh, does Gundy seriously listen to Tennessee? 
from a personnel standpoint, it looks like it would be a, a good time. You know, you never like you never like to leave a program at all, especially like like Mike Gundy at Oklahoma State. It's his alma mater, and there's so much of a connection there with him. It's just hard to see him uh, on any other sideline. And he's flirted with other teams before. There was was speculation that he talked even to Florida in this coaching coaching carousel cycle. Um, that would be a surprise to me if it ends up materializing at Tennessee. I think uh, after all that's gone down at that school over the last few days, that uh, its its reputation with potential coaches is going to take a hit, and they're going to have to settle for something that may not have been quite on the level of what Tennessee and its fans had expected heading into this into this off season. If they're able to pull something like that and get Mike Gundy, who's as proven of a guy as there is out there that you could expect to possibly be on the move, then, hey, uh, what a rebound for John Curry in Tennessee. Yeah. But uh, Mike Gundy has been in this spot before, so I'll believe it when I see it and he shows up in, uh, in a different shade of orange uh, being introduced in Knoxville. Well, take us down to the title game, Oklahoma inside position to get into the college football playoff. If TCU pulls the upset, how big of a chance do you give them to get in, or do you think it's going to be another year of shutout for the Big 12? Really slim. Um, you know, the, the the best hope would be then that Ohio State wins and knocks off Wisconsin, uh, and then you have Alabama, Ohio State, and TCU jockeying for three spots. And TCU is so far down in the rankings as they came out last week in comparison to, to those two teams that – uh, it, it, it looks like a real long shot. Now, the benefit for TCU, of course, would be a huge win over a highly ranked team and avenging one of its two losses uh, against Oklahoma in the Big 12 title game. You'd, you'd, you'd want that win to be convincing, uh, which, which uh, yeah, seems to be a tall task. <laughs> yeah. It's a tough task to even expect Oklahoma to go down, but to do it convincingly, wow. Hey, if Gary Patterson's team does that, Alabama is idle. Uh, maybe Ohio State wins in somewhat less than impressive fashion against Wisconsin. And uh, then you just hope that you're one of those two teams. Only one of those three would be left out. You have Ohio State, TCU, and, and Alabama. And uh, maybe the committee values a conference title more than it did last year and puts TCU and Ohio State in. I don't know. I mean, it seems certainly that of those three teams, the two that have the best chance to get in right now are the Buckeyes and the Crimson Tide, and TCU is going to be going to be left out and really upset if that situation unfolds because of the way it went down in 2014 when TCU was in basically the opposite spot and was jumped by Ohio State and fell three spots. If you remember that that last yep. weekend, TCU came to, to Ames and, and put a hurting yeah, on uh, on the Cyclones and, and then and then fell three spots yeah. from number three to number six. So uh, some teams just don't seem to get the benefit of the doubt in the, in the eyes of the selection committee. Uh, and TCU, for whatever reason, in these first four years uh, has been on the wrong end of it. And I, I think it's going to end up that way this year, too, even if the Horn Frogs win on Saturday. Yeah, that was, I think, 55-3 to was the score in that football game. Uh, Mitch Sherman, ESPN.com. Mitch, uh, let, let's switch over to the Big Ten. You certainly covered uh, more than your fair share of the Big Ten uh, this college football season. But where I want to start with you is uh, you, you live in Omaha. Uh, there's a coaching search going on uh, just down the road in Lincoln. I, I, I'm assuming it's just crazy over there. It certainly seems, Mitch, that it would be a huge, almost monumental upset at this point for Scott Frost not to be getting his mail in Lincoln next year. Every single domino that you know needed to fall to lead you to that conclusion has fallen. 
Uh, it seems like Scott Frost uh, is going to be Nebraska's head football coach. It looks that way, Ken. And, you know, the indications yesterday, you can read a lot in the Scott Frost comments. It sounded like he was saying goodbye at times in his press conference at UCF to preview that uh, AAC championship game Saturday against Memphis. What it, what it, what it looks like, the, the, the timeline of events that appears to be setting up is is for, of course, Frost to, to coach in that game without any kind of uh, any kind of definitive movement until then. So we've got four more days of waiting. And then sometime on Saturday night, probably more likely on Sunday, as the, uh, as the college football playoff uh, selection show is taking place, uh, you would think that Nebraska would, would make some kind of an announcement, would make an announcement, and uh, you know, maybe later Sunday or Monday, uh, he is he is in Lincoln for the the uh, introductory press conference. So you know, hey, these things can can go way off the rails. They have. We saw a crazy situation uh, last Sunday in in Tennessee. This yeah. is a much much different different uh, environment in Lincoln. They would welcome Scott Frost home with a with a parade. Uh, he could have his press conference at the uh, at the basketball arena and fill that place. It's if he wanted to, I don't think that's his style, but they certainly could. If that's how excited people are, uh, they're making shirts, they're making uh, coasters in the in the bars. The the uh, the, t- the local TV news are, are uh, calling his parents to try to get comment, going to his hometown to talk to his old high school teammates. It's it's on a level that uh, I'm not sure that I've really ever seen in the in the in the coaching uh, search business. So. Um, but things can happen. You know, the, the Florida State job may come open this weekend. If Jimbo Fisher goes to Texas A&M, the Oregon job could possibly come open if, if uh, there was a domino that fell and Willie Taggart were to leave, say, to go to Florida State. So those are jobs that uh, – those are schools that would, would maybe take a swing at Scott Frost. It seems at this point that he's set, set, uh, set to go to Nebraska. But, uh, you, you know, you never say it's done until, uh, until that contract is signed. Well, it seems like such a slam dunk. What would be a concern or two that you would have, though, him getting this job, just maybe outside of inexperience? Yeah, that the expectation is just so high mm-hmm. that that the that the um, the fan base feels it is the absolute perfect hire, which it looks like from the outside because he is the native son and he was a quarterback for Tom Osborne and won a national championship and has been part of the uh, the greatness of Nebraska football that the fans so so long to uh, to bring back or even just to bring a taste of it back even just to get a conference championship and play in a meaningful bowl game um you know he knows um what that what that what that feels like and, he, and he's taken central florida to that to that spot uh, on the cusp of that spot in in year two so um there i think there would be a temptation on the part of people in nebraska in inside the school and outside the school to uh to be in a position where you just expect greatness uh, immediately um, and if, uh, if there are, if there are slow times in, in building what, what he planned to bring back to Nebraska, then, you know, I think you're setting yourself up for some real disappointment. I had had somebody ask me yesterday, well, what happens, uh, a few weeks in if, you know, Nebraska plays Colorado in week two next year, it's the start of a home and home series. So if they, if they lose that game and you have a former player step out of line and say, you know, they're unhappy with the way something's going. Uh, well, what happens then? You know, and I said, hey, that's that's this is normal. That's what happens then is you move on. You know, it's not it's never going to be perfect. And so I think that would be my my biggest concern uh, at Nebraska with Scott Frost coming back is just the expectation that everything is going to be as perfect and smooth as it appears 
with with the, the hire of of uh, you know your your native son and former quarterback as the as the guy. Uh, Mitch Sherman, ESPN.com. Mitch, we have literally twenty five seconds left. Uh, t- talk if you can talk me out of Wisconsin. I love Wisconsin in the, in the Big Ten championship. Why am I wrong? Yeah, I'm picking Wisconsin to win. So I'm have a hard time talking you out of it. But I think you know one thing to, to watch. I think if Alex Hornibrook has to win this game with his left arm, then that's yeah. a problem for for yeah. Wisconsin. You know, he's been efficient. Uh, he finally didn't win a game without throwing an interception last week at Minnesota. But uh, you know they have to run the ball to win. And if uh, if if Ohio State finds a way to stop Jonathan Taylor, and Wisconsin is any, any anywhere near not being ahead in the second half and has to rely on Hornybrook, I think they'll have problems. How about those two freshmen running back on display? I can't wait to watch it. Mitch Sherman, ESPN.com. Mitch, thank you as always. We appreciate having you on. Yeah, good to talk to you. Good Thanks. to talk to you. Mitch Sherman, ESPN.com, inside of college football. From the college game to the pro game, NFL conversation, Frank Schwab, YahooSports.com. That's coming up next. John Miller at 120, Hawkeye Nation, Rob Doster. Uh, college basketball talk, part of the NBC family. You got it. At 140. Look forward to talking college hoops on a national scale with Rob uh, at that time. Trent and I are here noon to 2, Monday through Friday. It's the Ken Miller Show on 1700 KBGG. The Dave Ramsey Show on 1700 KBGG is provided by Bowman Shaw Tax and Financial Planning in West Des Moines. They can custom tailor a winning strategy for your money to make the most of your investments and pay the least taxes on your income. Villaggio Italian Restaurant brings real homemade Italian to you. Fantastic food, great service, and an elegant vibe that feels like home. All your favorites from the original in Norwalk and an expanded menu with the newest location on 100th Street in Urbandale. Plus, one of the best happy hours in the metro from 3 to 6 each weekday. When you're thinking Italian, make it Villaggio. Pizza, pasta, sandwiches, and more. Two locations, Sunset Drive in Norwalk and 100th Street in Urbandale. Villaggio Italian Restaurant. Trust, quality, value. Just some of the words that have been used by Wolf Construction Roofing customers to describe their experience. Wolf Construction Roofing works on residential and commercial roofing, including single-family and multi-family homes, tear-offs, specialty roofing, and gutters. Wolf Construction has grown into a roofing machine that installs and re-roofs nearly 2 million square feet of roofing each year. Wolf Construction has been given the Super Service Award from Angie's List and is accredited with the Better Business Bureau. Call them today for your free estimate. Wolf Construction Roofing, 515-216-3643. That's 515-216-3643. And online, wolfconstruction.net. won't want to miss the five-day sale ending today at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Pick up a bottle of Lucas Complete Engine Treatment for only $6.99. Increase oil life, eliminate dry starts, save gas, and reduce wear with Lucas Complete Engine Treatment now $6.99 at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Better parts, better prices every day. Limit supplies. See store for details. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. Hear that? That's the sound of speechless. Like when you give her an unforgettable gift from Jared the Galleria of Jewelry. Whether it's one of the hundreds of new pieces in our collection, one of the exclusive pieces you can only find at Jared, or a custom piece we create just for you, Jared is the place to find the gift. I love it that takes her breath away. And that's why he went to Jared. 1700 KBGG is your home for Kansas City Chiefs football. Tyreek Hill takes it at the five. San Diego didn't think he was going to take it. Here it goes. He's at the 
the 25-30. They block the putter. The cheat is gone. They can't get to him. Tyreek Hill stays on the right boundary. 10-5. Touchdown, Kansas City. The voice of the Kansas City Chiefs, Mitch Holtis, joins myself, Trent Condon, and Ken Miller each Thursday at 140 on your home for Chiefs football, 1700 KBGG. The holidays are around the corner, a merry time filled with family traditions and festive celebrations. But it's a hard season for those who have recently lost a loved one. You can help. Manda the Panda needs donations for its Cheer Box program, which delivers a box of gifts to families experiencing their first holiday season after the death of a loved one. Visit amandathepanda.org or call 515-223-HUGS for a list of needed items and to learn more. That's amandathepanda.org. You don't need more sports, but you want more sports. Rockstar Satellite can fix that with free next-day installation on DirecTV. Call Rockstar Satellite, 515-262-STAR. Call today for next-day installation, 515-262-STAR. Guys, are you ready to begin your journey to live life better? Are you feeling tired and worn down or looking to improve performance and drive in the bedroom? Looking to burn fat and gain muscle? Then it's time to contact New Leaf Wellness. New Leaf Wellness offers a free, no-obligation consultation. Dr. Robert Seaman and the New Leaf staff will help craft a plan dedicated to you. From testosterone replacement therapy, advanced weight loss, to nutritional therapy, New Leaf Wellness strives to find the plan that will improve your quality of life. Dr. Robert Seaman and New Leaf Wellness. Give them a call today at 515-650-1358. Again, 515-650-1358 for New Leaf Wellness. One more time, 515-650-1358. It's time to live life better with New Leaf Wellness. Call 515-650-1358. That's 515-650-1358. You ever wonder what you look like with a full, natural head of hair? Well, find out. Mr. Executive lets you try before you buy. Get real hair again and a lease with options. Mr. Executive offers a 90-day lease for just $200. At the end of 90 days, if you decide to keep your new hair, the initial investment goes toward the purchase price. Look, don't spend any more money on potions and lotions that don't work. Check the latest in hair replacement online at mrexecutive.com or call 274-4049. Mr. Executive, 70th and University in Windsor Heights. You found your home for real sports talk for real sports fans. 1700 KBGG. Welcome back. It's the Ken Miller Show. Trent Conn and myself uh, with you until 2 o'clock. John Miller on the Hawkeyes coming up at one twenty. Frank Schwab uh, covers the NFL. He's a part of the shutdown corner, yahoosports.com. NFL conversation in a moment. Let's let Frank have his day. He's a Wisconsin Badger alum. Ah. It's his team. They're going to win the Big Ten title, Frank. I know that uh, that's music to your ears. Let's talk Badgers Buckeyes to start this thing off. I'm convinced Wisconsin's going to win, Frank. This team hasn't had a lot of respect all season long due to the schedule not that was laid out for them. I think that the college football is about to stand up and take notice just how good the Badgers are after they knock off the Bucks. How are you? Uh, it, that, I hope you're right. I hope so much you're right. I, I guess the pessimistic fan in me coming out because I, you know, Ohio State always finds a way, except against against Iowa. Uh, <laughs> it, you know, if the Badgers look, this Badgers defense is as good as I've ever seen them play. That gives them a shot. Jonathan Taylor's a great running back. If they can control the clock, play that great defense against an Ohio State offense, I don't think is wonderful. 
And then Alex Hornerbrook just makes no mistakes. That's the biggest deal. He's he is prone to throw in an interception at exactly the wrong time sometimes, and they've overcome that. But they're not overcoming that in Indy against the Buckeyes. Uh, here's the question, and I you know you guys don't have a dog in this fight. If Wisconsin wins, if Auburn wins, if Clemson wins, and Oklahoma wins, who gets left out? I mean, one of those teams has got a real. Real uh, argument, I've worried that when the committee push comes to shove and TV ratings and all that, they're going to say, well, Alabama played a tougher schedule and they're only losses against one of our four teams on the road. I don't know. Who do you think we're going to get left out in that sense? I know Wisconsin's home free. They're not leaving out the Badgers. There's no way they're leaving out the Big Ten. None. Not undefeated. I hope not. Not undefeated. No way. They'll Clemson. find a one-loss team. I think Alabama's outside I looking in. I do, too. In. At this point, I think Alabama's on the outside, and that's, uh, that's I mean, think Crazy about that. Time. It really is. Frank, let's get to the NFL. Uh, I've seen the ratings come out from Thanksgiving, and, and all three of the of the time slots apparently were down double digits. I'm really surprised. I thought the Lions and the Vikings was a good game. Sure, the Cowboys aren't having the, as good a year as most thought, but they're still the Cowboys. The Chargers, meh, I mean, not, not as big a draw. L.A.'s, uh, I think, falling in love with the Rams, although you and I both feel the Chargers are going to sneak in. And I get the late game, but why are the, why were the numbers as um, in decline as they were from this past Thanksgiving? You know, I think it's the, the same reasons we talk about with the ratings stuff all the time. It's, these ratings were going to go down. I mean, my, my colleague Jay Busby, who covers NFL along with NASCAR, he's, one of the excellent NASCAR writers out there, he wrote, NASCAR's ratings are down all the way. And if we're going to sit here and blame the, the anthem protests, well, NASCAR's gone out of its way to, to not be involved with that and kind of cater to a different audience. So what's going on there? I think it's just ratings are down everywhere for everything. That's, people watch games differently or they don't watch games at all. The NFL had nowhere to go but down. Even a 10% decrease, which is tremendous, is still running circles around everybody else. So I just don't, I don't buy that the NFL is dying or anything I, as much as every sport's dying then because all the ratings are going down. I, I, the NFL doesn't like it. They want to stay this you know monolith forever on top of the mountain, but it's, it's, it was bound to come down at some point, and I, I really just don't buy that it's the whole anthem issue. Seems like an easy out, but here we are. Uh, Still a lot of compelling football to be talked about. I want to start with the team that hasn't been very compelling. It's the team I root for, the Chicago Bears. I hated the draft pick. I hated what they did. I wasn't a big fan of Trubisky preseason. Got a little excited. He gets a shot, but just dreadful against the Eagles. And there's been some ugly performances. I understand the receivers are god-awful, worst in the league, and it's not even close, but... How concerned should Bears fans be about the QB situation? Not at all. And I, you know, I'll go the opposite way. I think Trubisky is going to be just fine. Go back if you want something to, to ease your mind a little bit. Go back and rewatch that Lions game. He was excellent in that game. He made some like the numbers aren't there because of what you touched on. There's nobody for the ball to. Dontrell Inman was just a guy at the end of the San Diego to Los Angeles Chargers depth chart. <laughs> they made a cheap trade for him, and he immediately started playing about 98% of their snaps as their number one receiver. That's how bad it is there. They have nobody to throw the ball to. They have a, a coaching staff that is entirely unfit for a, a rookie quarterback. Yep. Uh, he, yes, he, he, was, he was terrible last week. He should have been better. There's no question about that. But go back and watch the Lions game. Watch some of the throws he made. I think the talent is absolutely there. I think he needs a new coach, I, I, without question. I mean, 
I'd be shocked if John Fox survives three double-digit loss seasons in a row. And they need to find the right coach. They need to find his Sean McVay, which mm-hmm. is going to be the go-to example for every single mm-hmm. young quarterback and coach hire for the next 10 years. But it's true. They, he needs somebody like that, not a John Fox who's leaving him in in the fourth preseason game to get hit in the last 10 seconds. He needs a guy who understands the quarterback position. I think he's just fine. I think the Chicago Bears are going to be just fine with him. It's the guys around him that need to improve. Uh, speaking of rookie quarterbacks, Andy Reid has one in Kansas City. The, the fans certainly want to see him on the field instead of on the sidelines. Yet Andy Reid is reluctant to to make the switch from the veteran uh, Alex Smith. Is it is it almost time? I mean, does, does Andy Reid at, at some point kind of acquiesce to the fan base and play the kid? Uh, what is wrong with this Chiefs team who have lost one of they lost five out of their last six and is circling the drain? Is it time for a quarterback change in Kansas City? I think it is, and I wrote about this Sunday night and, and my winners and losers column that it's, what's the argument for Alex Smith at this point? I, what, you know, I mean, everybody said, well, they're still in first place in the West. That's not good enough for me. You're, you lost five of your last six. And unless your answer to the question is Alex Smith can take the Chiefs to the Super Bowl, if the answer to that is no, then what are you waiting for? Alex Smith's not going to be their quarterback next year. They saved $17 million in cap room by cutting him. So let's count out Alex Smith being with them next year. What are you waiting for? What, what, what's, give me a reason not to go to Patrick Mahomes right now. If Alex Smith isn't taking you anywhere, and I don't think he is, and he's not your quarterback next year, and it's surely going to be Mahomes, start the clock right now. It reminds me, I talked about this in preseason, and I think it's, it's kind of coming true. This reminds me so much of the 2006 Broncos. If people probably don't remember them. That's fine. The great 2005 season, lost in the championship game to the Steelers. Jake Plummer struggled in that game, and the Broncos basically decided we've gone as far as we can go with Jake Plummer. We need to draft somebody. They drafted Jake Cutler, and they were 7-4 and on Thanksgiving weekend. They actually lost at Thanksgiving, and they pulled the plug. They just said, we're going to Cutler. We don't care if we're in the playoff race mm-hmm. time. We're going to Cutler. He actually played pretty well down the stretch. He didn't make the playoffs, but I, I see the same thing here, where you've gone as far as you can go with Alex Smith, and goodness knows he was a, a fine quarterback for this organization that was coming off a 2-14 and 14 Romeo Cornell year when Reed took over. But it's time. It's time to go to Mahomes. He's, he's your guy of the future. Go to him now. Uh, let's stay in that division, and Frank, the follow-up. We, we both felt and have felt for some time that the Chargers don't rule him out. Yeah. They're very much alive now. The Raiders uh, are yeah. as well, but the Chargers feel like the team uh, that's arrows pointing upward. Um, it, it looks like they're going to get in, Frank. That's crazy to think after that start but here we are yeah and their schedule is not that tough i mean they it's not it's not the easiest schedule but you know they get the browns this week so let's count win for them there if they don't win that they don't deserve to go anywhere in the playoffs anyway so count win for that they're back to 500 they still do have that rematch against the chiefs it's in arrowhead which is tough it's mm-hmm. a tough place to play but the chargers are the best team in that division right now no question i mean they're playing the best it's hard to dig out of an own four hill a hole but I do believe in this team. I think they're really, really good. They're really talented. They're, and they, you know what? They're, they're, they are the kind of team that you, you're going to sit there and say, wow, wow, we got to face the Chargers this week. That ain't easy. I don't, I don't care if this is a team 9-7. and seven. This is more like an 11-win team on paper. So, uh, yeah, um, I think the Chargers are easily the best team out of all the wild card combatants, including the Titans, who I don't think are very good at all. So, yeah, I, I want to see the Chargers get in because I like Phillip Rivers. I like that team. I like how they played. And I think they're going to do it. I really do think they're going to finish strong and make the playoffs. Week 13, a juicy one early at the noon window as we'll get to see the Vikings make their way to Atlanta. Are the Falcons back, or are you riding this Vikings train as the hot streak continues? 
Well, I think, you know, I, I think both can be true. I, I have nothing against the Vikings. I think it's like great football, but I do think the Falcons team is back. I think the Steve Sarkeesian finally figured out, hey, newsflash, just throw Julio the ball. Rip up whatever play card you got on that big Denny's menu. Cross them all out except the ones that have Julio Jones getting the ball. Just do that. You're fine. So I think that, you know, it took Sarkeesian a while, but this offense has shown a lot more in the last three weeks. They're still a very, very talented team. I, I like the Falcons. I do think they're going to win at home. It means nothing to the, what I mean, think about the Vikings. I mean, they're a fantastic team, too. But, yeah, this Falcons team, they kind of feel like the Chargers we just talked about, except in the other conference. A team that was kind of early in the season, and you wonder, and then the last three games you watch them, and you're like, wow, they, okay, this is the team we expected all year. Mm. Uh, Frank Schwab, uh, you know, the, to, to that end, Julio Jones, uh, Xavier Rhodes, that's going to be worth the price yeah. of admission. Yeah. That's a hell of a matchup. Yeah. Hey, Frank, great stuff. We'll catch up with you next week. Thank you, as always, Frank Schwab. Absolutely. I'm Wisconsin. I'm Wisconsin. <laughs> Take care. Good luck to your team. Uh, Frank Schwab, Shutdown Corner, yahoosports.com. Boy, Yahoo Sports, a great sports website, Trent. I mean, they've got some talent over there writing. 40, Wetzel. No, oh, good as it on gets. The college side. Yep. Frank does a great job. NFL, it's they have a slew of writers. They do. Uh, Jeff Eisenberg on, on the basketball beat, college basketball beat. I love his stuff. Yeah, so many do good we writers. Have his number? I've tried multiple times. Have you? Yeah. Maybe Frank will help ah, us out. Yeah, that's a good call. Uh, you know, we're only a couple of weeks away from Saturday NFL football. I wonder how oh, that'll go yes. over. Saturday. The sixteenth is the first. We got a doubleheader on the NFL Network. The Bears, your Bears versus the Lions. Ugh. But then that game Frank referred to, the Chargers having to go to Kansas City. That's, that's a night. A that's Saturday a prime night. time. Ooh. Prime time, seven twenty-five, uh, December the sixteenth. Who will take the first snap under center from? Great question, uh, Alex Smith. Still, Alex he, Smith. I don't. Think you're going we, down with that boat. I don't think, and I'm a Mahomes guy. I, you're you, bo- know. you like them both. Yeah, I can't lose. Right, right. right. Uh, unless Smith ends up as a Bronco next year, <laughs> which you know, right after this week two, I'd, I'd assign for that in a heartbeat. At least he won't be crying on the sidelines. Boy, there's been a lot of that, uh, and that uh, it's been a bad year for the Broncos. Oh well, my Jets. Well, it's going to be special. We'll take a timeout. John Miller, 120. Rob Doster, 140 on college basketball. Uh, we got an hour to go. Trent and I are here Monday through Friday, noon to 2, talking local sports with you on 1700 KBGG. 1700 KBGG brings you Westwood One coverage of the NFL all season long through the Super Bowl. Black and Cardinal Divide is the first website dedicated to the Cyhawk rivalry. We cover both the Hawkeyes and the Cyclones. This is Cody, and I cover Iowa State. And I'm Derek, his younger brother, who covers the Hawkeyes. We'd like to encourage you to jump over to bcdivide.com. Tune in Wednesdays and Thursday nights as we will talk all things Cyclones and Hawkeyes. Jump over to bcdivide.com. Join us for daily banter and our social media pages at bcdivide. As brothers and fans of different teams, we grew up with a heated Cyhawk rivalry within our own family. Join us at bcdivide.com to embrace the rivalry. At Wolf Construction, we do many large construction projects across the Midwest, but we started as a roofing company, and we're still a roofing company today. At Wolf Construction, we don't just show up with a dumpster and trailer in your driveway. We arrive with a business card in hand, ready to take care of your home. Whether it's a simple roof repair, a complete re-roofing project, or a new construction project, Wolf Construction can handle the job. Call Wolf Construction at 515-225-8866 or visit us on the web at wolfconstruction.net. We're a roofing machine. Are you in the mood for real, classic, homemade Italian food? Well, I have the spot for you. It's Bellagio. 
two locations. The newest location in Urbandale, 2675 100th Street. The original in Norwalk. Classic dishes like cavatelli, spaghetti, lasagna, and vodka rigatoni. Top-notch pizza and awesome sandwiches. A great happy hour and Italian done right. Villaggio. I'm Jay Farner from Quicken Loans. The rate today on a 30-year fixed-rate mortgage is 3.875%, APR 4.05%. But choosing the right mortgage lender means choosing more than just a rate. Does calling the company with 11 J.D. Power Awards for client service matter? Does calling the company that invented Rocket Mortgage, the industry's most innovative technology, matter? If working with America's number one online lender matters to you, call Quicken Loans today at 800-QUICKEN or go to rocketmortgage.com. Equal housing lender, NMLS number 3030. This is Charles Osgood. For many businesses, hiring is tough. You want access to highly qualified candidates fast, and you don't want to sign a long-term contract or pay upfront fees. That's why you need Indeed.com, delivering six times more hires than any other job site, according to independent research. Indeed is offering new users a $50 credit to make their first job listing a sponsored job with premium visibility. Go to Indeed.com slash credit. That's Indeed.com slash credit. Terms, conditions, and quality standards apply. You can help plant the seeds of hope in the heartland. Imagine how an at-risk child's life can change when one small act of kindness leads to an entirely different path. Wildwood Hills Ranch is transforming the lives of at-risk children, one heart and one child at a time, through year-round character, leadership, and teamwork training. Frederick Douglass was right. It is better to build strong children than repair broken men. Help forge a path by sponsoring an at-risk child today. Learn more by visiting Wildwood Hills Ranch. You don't need more sports, but you want more sports. Rockstar Satellite can fix that with free next-day installation on DirecTV. Call Rockstar Satellite, 515-262-STAR. Call today for next-day installation, 515-262-STAR. 1700 KBGG is the big talker in Des Moines with Dave Ramsey talking about your money and your life. You can do this. You know, that really is a message. Whether you've got $270,000 in student loan debt or $27,000. Whether you've got a $50,000 income or a $500,000 income. Dave Ramsey, weekdays 9 till noon. Sponsored by Mediacom Careers. Count it down. 3, 2, 1. We're Walk to prevent suicide. Join the American Foundation for Suicide Prevention and participate in an out-of-the-darkness community walk. Register for a walk near you at outofthedarkness.org. Suicide takes an enormous toll on families, friends, co-workers, and entire communities. Walk to raise awareness. Walk to raise funds for research, education, advocacy, and programs to support people impacted by suicide. Walk to save lives. 